Good evening. Welcome to Stanley Heights Baptist Church. That was hymn number 560, For the Beauty of the Earth. Let's stand together and sing, For the Beauty of the Earth. a very traditional Thanksgiving hymn to start our time tonight. This is our final, uh, for, the fourth one of four Sunday night, night step ministries. And um, it's going to be a great time together tonight. Wherever you are going to be, you'll be glad you were there. I know you will. Well, um, uh, tonight, let me just say a few things as far as announcements. One thing that is not in your bulletin and I want to be very clear about is that Tuesday, uh, men met yesterday. And really, and in, in we have a real sense that it's better for us with all the COVID that's going on and with people traveling in and out and all that is involved we are not we're going to cancel our thanksgiving tradition of our tuesday night thanksgiving fellowship you know we usually have a singing and uh that's a, probably as close as we ever get to a singing uh on, on thanksgiving and we have our dessert fellowship and all but really they and i agree i think that it's really it's the best thing for us not to have that on Tuesday night. So we're not going to have our singing in the service. We're not going to have the fellowship thing. Um, hey, listen, if, if COVID-19 ever goes away in 2027, we'll have another one maybe. So, <laughs> um, so I want you to know about that. And then the other things you'll want to know about, boy, wanna, I'm just grateful for those guys that uh, all our officers and firefighters that came today in uh, 10:30, grateful that Hannah came in the early service as well and just grateful for them did a good job with them welcoming them thank you all very much for that for just a great job for them today um, other things you'll want to know about um, I think uh, there's some things with our teens coming up. Next Sunday morning is the one time of the year that we observe the Lord's Supper in the morning. We usually do it a little earlier in the fall, but we thought we'd just hold off and see what happened with COVID-19. So we will observe the Lord's Supper in the morning service, at the 1030 service. We don't do it at 815, just at 1030. So I'm so much looking forward to um, fellowshipping with you around the Lord's table. Uh, and remember our uh, CRM food drive and uh, canned food drive. I hope you do that. We have some in my wife's car. We have cans in the back of her car that I need to, someone talk to her husband about getting the cans out of the car and putting them back there. Um, we need to get those there, I know. So uh, get your cans in. And then um, also ladies, uh, you have gifts for those ladies that are shelter guests that come to the Chattanooga Rescue Mission. And you're going to give items that really will be a blessing and a help to those ladies. So you see your list there. 
All right, let's say together the scripture we're learning this month, our light into the past scripture teaching us about the Bible teaching on salvation. Here we go. Let's say together Ephesians chapter 1, 11 and 12 when we learn about um, predestination and sanctification that God is working on uh, to accomplish his plans for his people in time and eternity for the praise of his glory. Let's say it Ephesians 1, 11 and 12, in whom also we obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. All right, we will pray, and then after that, you can be seated. So, Lord, we ask your blessing in every way as uh, our, our young pilgrims are learning about taking those steps of progress in Stanley Heights Academy and the other subjects that are being addressed as we train our people to walk with you, we train our people in your word, we ask, O oh God, that your spirit would be with all of us to receive from you tonight. We look forward to it. We're praying, of course, for uh, thinking of our city and on this morning when we honored these uh, who serve in as policemen and firemen. We pray, really, Lord, that your very best would be done. We pray you'd give us wonderful continued support and ministry to these individuals. And so we um, ask you'll do this. So we commit all that is happening tonight to you, and we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Be seated. The two missionary families that we are highlighting this week are Ray and Anita Bradley in Ecuador, and they're praising the Lord for provision for them uh, and for the, the missionaries that they support. I'm assuming those are people out in areas of Ecuador and around the world that their church supports. And then they're also praising the Lord that they've seen three people baptized recently. Uh, their prayer requests, uh, many that they minister are struggling financially. And that's, uh, that's true around the world, but especially in areas where poverty is deep and things have been severely affected by COVID. So we wanna pray for those in their ministry and then for a man that Ray can disciple to follow him in the ministry there in Ecuador. And then the next family is Matt and Marla Hanna. They're missionaries to Taiwan. They're currently here in the States. They've been in California visiting churches and they're praising the Lord for some of that, uh, asking that we would pray for Cornerstone Baptist Church, their church in Taiwan. Uh, it's, it's doing well in their absence, but they're asking that we pray for that and that the country would remain free and open. All that's going on with China is threatening the freedom of Taiwan. And so we do want to pray that that remains open to the gospel, that they enjoy continued freedoms there. Uh, so let's pray together for these missionary families. Uh, Father, we do ask that uh, you would, in your wisdom, uh, grace, provide for each need of the Bradley family and the Hannah family. We pray that you would provide for Ray, a man that he can train and disciple bring along in the ministry that you would use then to assume a leadership role there as time passes and uh, Ray is moving on to other things. We pray that you would continue to provide for the needs of the people that they minister to. So I'm in very deep poverty who are struggling for basic needs. And so we pray that 
uh, you would provide for them, uh, that that would be a testimony of your grace uh, to them and to the people that they minister to and share the gospel with. And then we pray for the Hannahs. We thank you that their work is doing well in their absence there in Taiwan. But we pray that you would continue to bless the local leadership there. Uh, we pray that you would give continued freedom to the, uh, the country of Taiwan. Uh, ask that the threat of communism would not make its way there. Uh, that you would preserve the religious liberty that they enjoy. And we pray that you would um, bless them as they uh, do some travel in Arizona, visit with some churches, report to some churches. Lord, may these be good days for them. And then open the doors as time comes for them to travel home for a safe journey and for an opportunity to travel that's so restricted right now. Uh, so we thank you for them. Ask your blessing on both of these families in Christ's name. The last verse, for thyself best gift divine to our race, so freely given. This is a praise that we are given to God. We're thanking him for who he is and that who he is, what he gave to our human race is himself. The most, the most beautiful, most precious gift is the Lord himself. So let's stand together and finish for the beauty of the earth. For thyself best gift divine to our race so freely give. For thy great, great love of thine, peace on earth and joy of heaven. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. So in just a moment we'll dismiss. Remember, for the intentional spiritual life, those lady, that ladies group, you're going to be upstairs in that young adult new journey classroom. For our pilgrims that are making progress, make sure you go through this door and moms and dads pick up your pilgrims at six, if you will. And then we have upstairs is angelology for demonology. We'll finish out. Pastor Alexander's in here, Colossians. So the instruments are going to play that verse, make your way to your place, and then we'll carry on. One announcement for you parents that have young people in Patch Club. Uh, Kyle Snyder will be selling those patch books. If you have not yet gotten the next book, that'll start soon here. Those are available. He'll have them in there where we assume parents will be going and picking up their young people once this session in here is done. So patch books available for purchase in the Fellowship Hall after Stanley Heights Academy is complete tonight. And the cost is $6. You can get that taken care of tonight or next Sunday, if that is your preference. Well, those that are here, that remain, we're going to finish out Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4, finishing out this second half of the book of Colossians. By my count, 16 messages in. This is the most I've ever done in my life, preaching through consecutively 16 messages. Some people say it's never going to end. Well, uh, this part is coming to an end, at least these four weeks, and this part of the book of Colossians. 
And some may be sitting there and saying, why do we have to do this? After all, these aren't these exciting verses. I had a, a member joke with me earlier saying, uh, I don't know what in the world you're going to get out of verse 14. And well, we got a whole message out of verse 14, right? And you look at it and it just says a couple words. Why do we do this? Is this the pursuit of proving a point to say, look at me, look at all the things I can say about one verse? No, uh, it comes from an approach to Scripture. And I hope this is your approach to Scripture, that when you look at the Bible, you don't just look at it and say, well, what can I get really quick here? That's, that's our tendency, right? That's our temptation to say, all right, let me flip open the Bible. Let me find a good verse, right? Let me find one of those good ones. Uh, those that are immediately evident that I can just get something out of, grab it and run, right? Fast food, Bible reading, I'm good to go. That's our human temptation, right? Our human nature is to find the answer quick and let's get out of there. Um, but truly, when we have a high view of God's Word, we believe that the very words are given by God. That the Bible is inspired completely. It's inerrant. It's preserved for us. In fact, it's not exactly the same thing it's talking about, but in John, John tells us that if all the things that Jesus had said had been preserved, that we couldn't even contain them all. We couldn't even write them all down. But these are written for a specific purpose. And we believe that that applies not just to the book of John, but to all the words of Scripture. That when we come to the Bible... All of the words have value. Uh, sometimes we deem some as being more valuable than others, right? There's, there's those really good verses, those psalms, that those really have value. And then, then there's those other things that aren't quite as exciting. And re- reality is that's true. For, for many of us, sometimes words do speak to us more. Certain passages, God is really, he, His Holy Spirit illumines at certain times of need in our life. But